Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Equipped Man, the podcast that explores what it means to be a man of God in the 21st century. I'm your host, Luke Wance. I hope you all are having a good week. I hope everything is going well for you. I hope everything that you put your hands to is prospering and, and going well. I, uh, I got some news, some interesting news recently. I'm going to be going on a, a small trip to help my pastor. So I'm looking forward to that, and I'll be giving more details about that later as I get them. So uh, this week, this uh, episode, I wanted to kind of jump into, I want to talk about Nehemiah. Uh, I've, been, I've been studying and reading him uh, lately. I know it's one of my favorite stories uh, just because of what he does and kind of his approach. Um, it's, it's a really great story. It's, it's fun because it, it shows what we can be capable of, you know, especially when we trust in God and, and listen to what he wants us to do. So Nehemiah was the cupbearer of the king. Um, you know, the, the Israelites were scattered. The, the Israel, some were, uh, some were in captivity, some were, you know, serving in other kingdoms and so on and so forth. Um, but Nehemiah himself, he was a man of God, but he was uh, he was the cupbearer, basically a servant of the king. Uh, but he was able to be close to the king and, and was able to have conversations and such with him uh, to the point where, you know, in, in the story, it, it says that, you know, this, you know, Jerusalem is in ruins, you know, and, and, you know, because the people had been scattered, you know, the Jews had been scattered, Jerusalem is in ruins, it had been a, con- it's a conquered city. Um, and he's praying out to God, and this is just weighing heavily on his heart. And he comes, you know, he's, he's serving the king, and, and all of a sudden the king's like, why are you sad? You know, he can see it on his face that this is weighing heavy on him. Um, you know, and so he kind of explains what's going on to a degree, and he says, you know, hey, king, you know, uh, what is what was it? Ataxerxes, I believe, is the king. He says, I want to go back and I want to rebuild the the walls of Jerusalem. You know, will you let me do this? You know, I'm, I'll go there for a certain amount of time and I want to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem for for the Jews. Um, you know, and it's so it's the the he had such favor with the king that the king was like, yeah, go. I, I, I trust you to do this. You know, I, you, you've been a member of my household. I trust you to go do this. And so Nehemiah is like, cool. And so he goes and he gathers the, the Jews and he finds the remnant of, of the Jews that had been living in and near Jerusalem. And he says, Hey, let's get together and let's rebuild the walls. You know, let's let's make this a habitable city once again. And so he does. And and what he does is he, you know, grabs the different people from the different, you know, groups and the different, you know, tribes that are able to show up. And, you know, there are other uh, local governors and, and, you know, such of, of other tribes that were not uh, of the Israelites that they're kind of. Uh, making fun of Nehemiah and all, and you know, uh, what what are they going to do? You know, they they're not going to be able to rebuild the walls and so on and so forth. You know, so it's you have 
you have the support of of your king. You know, you you have this mandate from God that you've you've prayed, you've poured out your heart to God. You know, God, the, what what should I do? And you know, it's it's been pressed on you by God that yes, you need to rebuild the city, you need to rebuild the walls. You know, but then you've got these people that are basically laughing at your face, um, intimidating you. They're mocking you. Um, you know, and, and in a way it's, it's what a lot of us men go through because when we do set out to do something, you know, how many times do we have the haters that are, are constantly doubting us? You know, I know that we have enough in us that we have enough voices in our own heads of self-doubt and such and questioning whether or not we can do it. And so it almost gets amplified when we have those external voices of people saying that we can't do it. Um, you know, and, and these other, these other, like uh, they weren't quite Kings, but you know, chieftain type level, um, you know, they were almost like intimidating, you know, trying to bully Nehemiah and the other Jews that, you know, if you do this, we're going to come and attack you. Um, you know, so Nehemiah, what he does is he sets guards and he says, okay, while people are building, you know, while the different groups of, are building their own section of the wall, we're going to set, uh, we're going to set guards. We're going to set guards so that, you know, if somebody comes in and wants to mess with us, we're not going to let them. And, and part of that, the, the, the part of that story that, that I love is, you know, for part of this, you had people that literally had a tool in one hand and a sword on their hip, you know, or, or, a, you know, a, a tool in one hand and a weapon in the other. Uh, I was reading one of the, one of the verses that was talking about, you know, they even had, uh, a weapon with them when they went to water, you know? So I'm like, does that mean, you know, I mean, again, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, even when you went to the bathroom or, you know, you went and bathed, uh, yourself, you always had a, a weapon within arm's reach because that was, that was the atmosphere at the time. You know, you had enemies, you had people mocking you, doubting you that wanted to stop you. And so I loved the picture of not only did you have all the different, um, tribes and, and groups of the Israelites that were able to show up and, and, and participate, you know, you had them all, building their own sections of the wall, you know, so it's like that whole, it's that, that image of everybody getting together to build the whole. Um, but I also love the, the imagery and the idea of, you know, yes, you're building, but you're also prepared for war. You're prepared to fight. You're prepared to defend, um, while also building. And I think that's, I think that's a really great image for, for us as men, because with with what we do, with all the different things that we build, you know, whether it be physical, mental, uh, emotional, spiritual, whenever we're building something or or trying to maintain or, or patch the holes in, in whatever the walls are in our lives and our homes and our families, um, you know, we always need to have that ability to defend ourselves. We need to have that ability of, you know, when the enemy is coming and probing at those weak spots in our walls, 
we need to have the ability that, you know, no, we, we've got that weapon where we can defend, where we can attack. Um, you know, again, if, if somebody were to, you know, crash into your house or, or not really crash into your house, but you know, if somebody were to break into your house, you want to be able to physically defend yourself. Um, you know, in, in other aspects of your life, it's the same way. You know, if the enemy comes crashing into your life, into, into your spiritual life or something, you want that ability to, uh, to, to, you know, to, to fight them off, you know? And so that's what we need to do. That's how we need to live. That's how we need to prepare in every aspect of our lives of not just building those, those areas in our lives, not just maintaining and and patching those areas of our lives, but also being prepared to defend ourselves, being prepared to, you know, turn the sword on the enemy, you know, uh, you know, to, if, if they come and attack us, you know, we're going to be able to, that, that we're, ha- we have that ability to turn the attack back onto them. You know, we can, we can do that counter. We can, we can parry, you know, so that's what it's, that's what's important. And I think also with the walls that, that not only Nehemiah and the Israelites built, um, but also with the walls in our lives, um, that we are building every day, you know, whether it be, you know, the physical walls, whether it be the mental, emotional, the mental, the spiritual, um, you know, I know people talk, you know, some people, you know, that they get, you know, they're like, you know, well, don't build walls, build bridges. And to a degree, I get that. But I think, especially as men of fathers, um, husbands, we need to build walls. Walls are important. Walls are, are, paramount um that is something that we need to be doing you know because we need to have that we we need to have our lives protected we need to have our families protected our homes because there is an enemy there's an enemy out um prowling you know looking to steal kill and destroy at a moment's notice um but what i liked in in the story of nehemiah was not only were they building the walls but they were rebuilding the gates. And, and I think that's what I want to, I want to also focus on is yes, build those walls because, because you want to have a strong fortification, but you do, you also need the gates. Um, because with the gates, the gates were important in cities because it not only allowed people in, you know, in, in the surrounding communities, you know, um, you know, like in medieval Europe, you know, the, the castle with the walls would be at the center of the town and, and the people, if there was an attack coming, you know, the people would come into the walls and they'd close the gates and, and, you know, the people would be safe or whatnot. Um, so the wall, so the, the gates are important in the walls that not only it allows people in, um, for the safety of the walls, you know, to be within the city walls and be safe. Um, but also, you know, for visitors to come in, um, so it's it's important that we have that ability to control what's coming in, you know, and, and I think that's that's why I like the image of the gate in the wall, because you're able to say, yes, I want that in my life. Yes, I want that um, into my family, into my home or no, I'm going to I'm going to keep that outside the gate because that's not something that I want inside. Um, 
on the flip side, it's also gates were a way to get out of the city. You know, if, if we had walls around us and no gates, how are we going to pour out? You know, if, if God is constantly pouring into us, if, if friends are constantly pouring into us, um, you know, pastors, leaders, you know, the, the word of God is, is always pouring into us. If we don't have those gates to, to pour out to those around us, then what's going to happen to that water? That water is going to stagnate and it, it could end up killing us. Um, because that's what, that's what stagnant water does. Um, it, it gets, it gets rancid. It can, you know, be a, a harvest field for bugs and such. So, those gates allow the outflow, you know, it allows, you know, in, in the practical, you know, the walls, the, the gates, you know, allowed people to go out of the city and, and do commerce or, you know, farming, you know, shepherding, whatnot, you know, but in the, the spiritual, emotional, mental, it, it allows for, for what's in us to flow out. So I, I, that's, that's, I, that's why I, I love the story of Nehemiah because it does. It's it's focusing on, you know, we're going to build the walls. You know, yes, it's talking about building the walls of Jerusalem because the remnant, the people of Israel, needed Jerusalem. We need they needed a home. You know, they had been without a home for so long, and they needed that home. They needed the city of God to be rebuilt around the temple so that they could go back to that promise of you know, back from Moses of, I will be your God and you will be my people, you know? So, so they wanted to rebuild Jerusalem for that, but they also just, they needed a home, you know, but, but I do, I I love this, just that everybody participated, everybody put tart, you know, partook with, you know, getting dirty, getting in the, into it with, you know, we're going to build the walls. We're going to rebuild these gates. You know, I, I love how they get into some of the detail of, you know, they're, they're building, you know, this, this group of people, they were rebuilding, you know, the walls and, and the water gate or, you know, the walls and the dung gate, you know, the fact that they had a specific gate just for dung, you know, I mean, again, that's the practicality of what a wall is for. You know, you want the bad stuff that can poison your city, that can poison your body, poison your, your family, your home. You want a specific way for that to get out, you know, because you don't want, you don't want the poo coming out of where you want to pour out your blessing, you know, and, and kind of, in kind of a way like that, I'm going to say it like that, you know, you, you needed that one kind of that one dirty gate that that's where, that's where the poo came out of, you know? And, and I like, I do, I love how they just, they break it down. I love how they, you know, the cities back in the day, it was, you know, they had that stuff laid out of this is where this is going. And, and, you know, city planning before they had city planning, I I loved it. Um, so again, if you get a chance, uh, I highly recommend reading Nehemiah because it does, it lays it out and and it's very practical, I feel for our lives as men, because again, we're all going to want to be building those walls. We all want that protection. We want that safety. Um, 
not just for our lives, but for those around us, for our families, for our spouses. Um, you know, because again, that's, that's who we are. That's what we do. We, we are protectors. Um, we're protectors, we're defenders. We are warriors. Um, and that's what, that's what men do. You know, men have walls, men guard walls, men make walls. Um, but when you're making those walls, remember to install the gates. Um, those gates are what help us be thriving, strong, healthy men. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Build your walls, maintain your walls, keep them strong, keep them thick, keep them defended. Keep that tool in one hand, that, that weapon in the other so that you can you can maintain your walls but also fend off the enemy and and make sure your gates are, are working make sure your gates are thick the the that what needs to go in and out of those gates is able to go in and out and you are watching what's going in and out because that's what's going to that's what's going to determine what kind of man you are so i'll leave you with that have a good week stay fit be well.